myself a real good time. I feel like.
Walking a dark road At night or strolling through the park When the light begins to change I sometimes feel a little strange A little anxious when it's dark Fear of the dark Fear of the dark a constant fear that something's always near Fear of the dark Fear of the dark I have a phobia that someone's always there
walking a dark road I am a man who walks alone You're listening to the Two Ang Harads on Unpronounceable Comedy Hello, welcome back. That's a lie. Uh, the two Angharids are not here. Um, you're listening to the one Owain, uh, the one and only. Yeah. Uh, well, welcome back uh, uh, to Unpronounceable Comedy uh, Tuesday Night Live. Um, yeah, we're kind of just uh, we got the last forty-five minutes to go. Uh, don't worry, don't worry. We'll. We'll get through it together, um, if anyone is listening. Um, otherwise, it's just me speaking into the wilderness. Uh, and my madness kind of slowly going around, going round and round and round. Um, I've got a bit of a problem, guys. I've kind of hit that age now. Um, and I don't know if you have this as well. Basically, we've had a we've had a we've had a new son, a uh, little Finn, a uh, lovely little fella, uh, and people keep giving us um, presents. You know, keep well, keep giving him presents. He's getting loads. I've had nothing. Um, and so, what you got to do as a parent, you've got to kind of send out your thank you cards. Now, you can't just send out a normal thank you card uh, or a text, um, as I was told by my wife. No, no, no. You've got to send out a specially made card um, with a picture of your baby on it. Um, because basically, what happens is you get given all these different clothes that are like naught to one month, and your baby is going to grow out of them so quick that you've got to keep doing, you know, Mariah Carey esque costume changes throughout their little lives, you know. One minute it's dungarees, second, it's a giraffe costume. Um, but what I've kind of found, found is, uh, so I'll be looking around the house, I'll be looking around the house for a pair of headphones or something like that, um, something I, I lose constantly, and I will stumble across, across pictures of random babies in my house, uh, attached to thank you cards. Um, now I don't know who these babies are, my wife does, um, you know, I could just flip them up, like, you know, just flip them up. Oh, that's Ted and Janine's. Uh, that's Sally and uh, Bertie's. Uh, that's Jan and Phil's. I, it's like my wife is some kind of baby rain man. Um, but I, I I, don't know who these babies are. I mean, I don't know why we need to give these pictures to each other. I don't know. Is it so we can recognise each other's babies in the street? You know, we'll be walking along and... Oh, oh is that... Um, is that Ted and Janine's baby there? And oh, that's funny. What's it doing in a pub? Hmm. But it's strange you can't throw these pictures out because that seems uh, that seems a bit cruel, doesn't it? To kind of throw them out, and when it's bin day, you know, you've got Sally and Bertie's baby's face pressed up against the inside of a bin bag, and uh, it, it's the other thing you can't throw out is order of services from funerals. So. You know, you you just go into a drawer and there's a picture of a baby and then there's a picture of uh, Marjorie who died ten years ago. And these two things you can't throw out. I think in 80 years' time we're going to get some kind of macabre way where you've got the earliest picture of someone and the latest picture of someone. So it's essentially going to be the, real, the world's shittest, fastest flip book of age. So, oh, there's birth. Oh, it's dead. Hey! Um... But yeah, you can't throw them out. You can't, 
you can't cut them up. That seems that seems a bit mean, doesn't it? Just cutting up a baby's picture. Uh, you can't burn them. That seems like something you're going to have to um, explain to a judge later down the line. Um, so what I've done, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I've come up with a bit of a way to kind of combat this. So what I do is whenever I get a baby picture uh, saying thank you, I photocopy it. Now I know what you're thinking. Now you've got two baby pictures of mine. Ah, yes. So what I do with my wife is I set it up and we play a a very complex uh, and very difficult game of guess who using babies. Um, So it might be, um, has he got hair? No. Flip, 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 flip. Um, So yeah, so that's just a bit of a bit of... Uh, something you can do at home for a bit of fun, bit of fun. Um, so, like uh, you all know, we are a comedy show. <laughs> Would you believe it? Um, and as I haven't got anyone here to talk to, lonely old me. Oh, he's the loneliest man in the world. Uh, lonely old me here. Um, basically, I thought I'd kind of play you some of my um some stand up that I enjoy um and we could just kind of you can have a bit of a laugh I can have a bit of a break I've just made a cup of tea so I'm going to play some uh so I'm going to play some stand up and I'm going to drink my tea so uh I hope you guys enjoy congratulations congratulations I I I how do you feel how, what is that like You know how much I'm getting for this set? I'm doing. I'm getting five hundred and three dollars. <laughs> Barely worth it. And I bumped into a guy in the hallway from the IRS. He can't believe he's here, and can't wait to talk to each and every one of you. He says, "I, I can't believe I just wandered in." I, he's coming right in. He's gonna do a set after me. And you all seem so excited, even though I know there are some people here who are thinking, now what the hell am I going to do with this TV? Oh, hello. Sorry. I've kind of, I've got a clip there which has kind of gone um, a little bit wrong. Uh, Bear with me, bear with me. Hello! Big news, ladies and gentlemen. I've had a child. I think I had an odd midlife crisis when she was born. Because one of the first things I did was I joined a, a boxing gym. Like a proper South London under Railway Arches boxing gym, right? And the bloke, he's sort of obsessed by the fact that I'm from Wales. Because after the first lesson, he was like, excuse me, this, uh, what's Welsh for good boy? And I went, uh, Paul Hoyle. And he went, Polk Pie. <laughs> I went, no, 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 uh, Paul Hoyle. And he went, Polk Pie. And I just went, yeah. Because it's just so, so much easier for him to think that, right? Now, uh, I, I had a night out, OK? Uh, it was before the baby was born. I had a night out, and I was going out in Bristol, but I was going from Cardiff. Now, some of you might know this. If you're going to Bristol from Cardiff, you've got to go through Newport. Now, Newport is a classic Welsh shithole, right? Very, very <laughs> weird, moody vibe. Now, I'm on my own, and the train carriage is empty, and these two girls got on, OK, uh, at Newport, and it was like a confident one. It was like... <laughs> <laughs> and her weird little friend is like... <laughs> And they immediately spotted me on my own, like a sort of weakened gazelle that had been separated from the rest of the pack. And the confident one, she came right over to me, she went, Hello, do you fancy me? Right? To which I replied, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. God, no. Right? Because she was, 
Yeah, she, 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 was, she was pretty rough. I said, you I don't mean to cause you any offence, but I'm afraid I don't. And she was stunned. So she looked back at her weird friend and was like... <laughs> and she asked a second question. She went, you don't fancy me? Does that mean you're gay? And I said, um, no, I said, I live in uh, South London, my girlfriend and my uh, daughter. And she was flabbergasted. So she looked back at her weird friend. She looked back at me. She came really close to where I was sat on my own, on the empty train carriage, remember? And out of nowhere, right, she just went... <gasps> Like she had a weird form of soul Tourette's or something, right? And I sat there with my can of lager, thinking to myself, what the bloody hell is going to happen next? I'm not sure I can predict this. I've never seen behaviour like this in the wild, right? She, she looked back at her weird friend, right? She came even closer to where I sat, on my own, on the empty train, can I remember? And out of nowhere, I promise, she just went... One, two, three, four. Don't touch it, you can't afford. Don't touch it, you can't afford. Don't even look away, you can't afford. Don't touch it, you can't afford. Don't touch it, right? And I sat there. I sat there with my can of lager, thinking to myself, she hasn't even quoted a price. She, she, she's got no idea what I earn per annum. It might be perfectly affordable to touch her. She's explained. I thought, what sort of insane business model is this? You can't retract your product from the point of sale by telling me, the consumer, that it's unaffordable, explaining what price tariff you work with in the first place. I thought it's absolutely senseless, and in times of austerity, it is an absolute disgrace, right? <laughs> but still, don't touch, you can't afford. Don't touch, you can't afford. Don't even look at what you can't afford. Don't touch, you can't afford. Don't touch. At the end of the second uh, verse, if you can call it that, songs in the key of shit, all right? Her, her weird friend finally burst into life. That's going, don't touch, don't touch, don't touch, don't touch. Don't even look, don't even look, don't even look. Don't touch, don't touch, don't touch, don't touch, don't touch. Don't even look, don't even look, don't even look. Don't touch. I thought myself backing vocals. Who could have predicted that? That is a... Turner for the books, but I like it. They know what they're doing. They're going to go straight through the judges' houses. This is what Nick Grimshaw and Simon Cowell wants to see. And the first girl, she's loving it. So, you know the weird flip-down tables at the back of train seats? She was grinding against the table, <laughs> staring me square in the eye. Don't touch, don't touch, don't touch, don't touch. Don't even look at me, don't even look at me, don't even look at me, don't touch me. I'm sat there thinking, you're filling my field of vision. Like, where the hell else am I going to look at? <laughs> staring up at the ceiling, trying to pretend I'm interested in that. Looked in the window because it's dark, I get to see a reflection grinding back. Don't even look at me, don't even look at me, don't even look at me, don't touch some awful sexual figure of eight. Don't touch me, don't touch me, don't touch me. She, she knocked over my can of lager, that spilled on my lap. Looked like I'd ejaculated huge amounts of semen. That smelled and tasted of carling, which is the dream, am I right, ladies? <laughs> Don't touch me, don't touch me. Then they go like, don't touch, 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 don't touch. At the end of it, right? This bloody frago of filth, at the end of it, the first girl just went, don't touch. And she walked off. And I sat there with lager dripping onto my lap. And I thought to myself, I have been song raped. That is the weirdest crime that has ever happened to anyone. You've been lovely. My name's S. James. Thank you very much. Cheers. Good night. Ah, oh, that was the fabulous Mr. Ellis James, a uh, Carmarthen boy, um, who is a very, very good stand-up. Uh, does stand-up in Welsh and English. Um, excellent stuff. Um, 
Right, let's give you a bit of music now.
Oh, yes. A bit of rock lobster there. Oh, well. Ah, uh, yeah. We got half an hour to go, guys. Half an hour to go. I am not going anywhere. I am staying in here, and I'm not going anywhere. No, no, no. Okay, so, um... As much as I'd like to make this uh, last half an hour um, me talking about either Doctor Who uh, or pro wrestling, um, just kind of preaching at you, um, I understand my my interests are very niche um, and might not appeal to the wider audience. Uh, So uh, I'm going to give you a bit more comedy. Uh, This is a fabulous comedian called Stuart Goldsmith. Uh, if you're a comedy fan or com- want to be comedian or a comedian, um, he does a great podcast called um, the Comedians Comedian Podcast, uh, where he speaks to uh, comedians. He's got over 300 episodes, and if you know a comedian or like a comedian, it- he's probably spoken to them. Um, and they're really great interviews, kind of no holds barred bit. Um, yeah, just a really fab, kind of really interesting stuff about kind of writing, how to do it, um, and just kind of the life of a comedian. But he is a, a, a great comedian in his own right. Um, so, I'll give you a little bit of his stuff. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's very lovely to be here. Thank you for having me. Uh, my name's Stuart. I am in my late 30s, which means that everyone I know is running a marathon. <laughs> but uh, don't worry, they're not keeping that to themselves. <laughs> they are continually updating me across all social media because it's very important that they tell me how much they're challenging themselves. That's the key thing. They go, I just wanted to challenge myself. Just wasn't challenging myself enough. I just wanted to challenge. My friend Hazel genuinely said this to me earlier this year. She said, yeah, I'm, I'm running a marathon this year. What are you doing to challenge yourself? I thought, I don't know, trying to stay friends with you. <laughs> if you really want to push yourself, Hazel, why don't you try training in secret? That'd be quite tough, wouldn't it? I don't mind. I don't mind if you exercise. I'm fine with that. But when people exercise in public, I resent that because it's like they're just trying to jam your face into it. Go, look at me exercising. Like, if you live in a city, you'll know, uh, you probably know someone that runs to work. That upsets me. I don't like that. You're, you're walking to your occupation at eight o'clock in the morning going, God, I hate my occupation. I didn't know I wish I didn't do it. And then all of a sudden, woof, this breath of air goes past you like the flash. And then some idiot dressed head to toe in lycra. <laughs> like a ninja eel. Like a, like a cyclist, but with no bike. Just the, ooh, just the gear. And, and they're all using, oh, these days everyone uses an app called Map My Run, which frankly should be, it makes people angry, doesn't it? It should be called Smug My Calories. It should be called Gloat My Progress. What it does is it, it uploads a map of your route to your Facebook page so that your friends can go, why have you put that on your Facebook page? <laughs> so that you can go, oh God, does that go on Facebook? I had no idea, I didn't realise. I thought it was just for me, that was just private. That's something so embarrassing. I thought it was actually secret, I thought it was etched onto stone tablets and thrown into the ocean. It's so embarrassing as well. <laughs> Other people, they run at lunch, which infuriates me. If you run to work, fine, it's A to B. If you run at lunch, it's just A to A. It's just A, I'll see you guys back here at A. OK, bye, bye. I'll, just, I'll be back at A in five minutes. Floss, floss, floss. Refuse donut. I don't like it. And I, I, do, I do exercise myself, but I exercise regularly, but not frequently. That's my thing. I do two days on, six months off. That's the system. <laughs> And the problem is, I can do the first 10 minutes. I can run for 10 minutes, I can do it. I go, yeah, 
yeah, I don't know why I didn't do this every day. This is easy. I'm going to do this forever. It's going to be fine. And then around about the 11th minute, I start bargaining with myself that wants me to succeed. It's just me. So I'm going, I was going to do 10 laps at the park, but maybe I'll just do six. And my conscience goes, yeah, fine. <laughs> Go, oh, really, you don't think I should do more than that? God, no, I, I don't want to be here either. Let's, <laughs> let's just pack it in and go home. Oh, oh well, maybe, maybe I'll just do three laps. Just do one or none. I literally don't care. <laughs> or maybe I'll just, maybe I'll stop and get some water. Pint. And then 10 minutes later, <laughs> me and my conscience are sat in a pub going, we smashed that. Yes, we did. <laughs> You realise we'll get fat. Plenty of happy fat people. They are happy. They do seem... They do seem happy. Um, I'm not, I don't know if I'm too worried about longevity. I've got, uh, I've got a brilliant grandmother. She's called Vera. You'd love my granny. She's 98. She's made of leather and cannot be killed. <laughs> and she's not, she's not even really called Vera. We just call her that because she can't walk in a straight line. Um, <laughs> take your time. Um, it's, a good, it's a good joke, but I grant you it's tinged with tragedy. Now... The thing is, she's Scottish as well, so her whole attitude, her real name's Joyce, her whole attitude to life is, I'm no gonna die. <laughs> it's no for me. I'm no gonna die. They gave her a pacemaker, it died first. True story. <laughs> they put a little metal pellet in her heart to stimulate it to beat, and her little heart went, I'll no be dictated to. I'll do 30 beats in a minute if I want, then nothing for an hour, pal. Now, it's, it's, it's very sad, she's got cancer. Bless her, of course she has. She's 98. She's got cancer, inoperable, incurable. But she's so old that the cells in her body are no longer expanding or growing or replicating in any way. So she reckons that from cancer's point of view, it's trapped in an old woman. <laughs> How good is that? How triumphant is that? Normally, when you hear people are battling cancer, it means chemotherapy, radiotherapy. She is tackling it to the floor and sitting on its head. And I think she's been stalking it as well, because she's Scottish. She's like, uh, I have been waiting for you. I've had any fruit and veg for 90 years. <laughs> and the, the way, I'll just tell you this before I go, the, the way uh, my dad deals with it is very beautiful. It's lovely. He sees her and he, he comes back to me, my brother and my sister. He says, listen, if I ever get like that, just promise me you'll unplug me. <laughs> she's not plugged into anything. He goes... <laughs> Promise me you'll unplug me. And uh, I think what he's trying to say is, I think we should kill her, who's up for it? <laughs> listen, listen, I, I, I must just tell you, I wrote those jokes about my granny about 18 months ago, and I've really enjoyed telling them all over the world since then, but I want to dedicate my set tonight to the memory of Joyce Goldsmith. Thank you, thank you. Um, I'd like to, no, I'd like to, but she will not die. So I welcome you. Thanks a lot.
let you know when Don't count on me I'll do it again
Stay tuned for more unpronounceable comedy. Hello. Well, we're into the back end of it now, aren't we, guys? Uh, okay. Um, that's pretty much it for this evening. Um, just a few, a bit of admin to kind of round up. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, yes. The next Unpronounceable Comedy Night is on the 20th of March in the fantastic uh, Pembroke Yeoman uh, at the top of town. Uh, we've got some great acts there. We've got myself. We've got Ang Harrod. We've got uh, other comedians. He says, I was trying to find the poster. Uh, let's have a look. Who have we got? Who have we got? Did anyone go to the other one? Uh, unfortunately, I missed that. Um, so, uh, we've got uh, myself, um, the two Unharrods, uh we've got Di Davis, Sando Ford, and Chris Davis. Uh, they'll all be performing there. It's an honest comedy evening, so um, if you give us a call... Um, the on oh double seven three six two five oh eight nine three uh and you can book a ticket and i think you can just kind of book your seat and then it's a pay what you feel so if you enjoy the act uh give us some money uh if you don't you don't have to give any money uh you can save your money for a pint so basically you can have a night out for about a fiver uh, with some great entertainment it's going to be a bloody good laugh um, and then kind of going in the future we've got uh, nights most months uh, there is a night that I'll be performing at uh, on the 8th of April um, and that is with another comedian who is like a clown um, I will find his name for you now um, but I'll be doing some clowning at that so if you fancy something a little bit different than stand up Come along to that, um, and that's just going to be a bit of a wacky evening. Sorry, not going to be wacky. Um, that's just going to be a bit of a bit of a different night. Um, but kind of going on around here as well. Uh, we've got rough as comedy. Um, again, if you're interested in stand up, if you ever want to just try it out, there's a night up in uh, Swansea, and that's rough as comedy. If you go search for them on facebook and they're a great group where it supports new acts uh people doing it for the first ever time if you ever just fancy giving it a go and you can get up on stage do five minutes and everyone there is uh, the audience is mainly comedians everyone I and mean, everyone's really supportive uh and they'll give you feedback if you want it uh i went up last week uh it was a great night uh, it was a great night uh Give me some lot of tips because um, I'm entering a competition entered So You Think You're Funny, which is like a internet, not an international, it's not international competition at all. It's a national competition. Uh, well, they say national. So I thought, oh, right, great. I'll probably get to do a heat down in Cardiff or something like that. No, no, no. Only uh, national competition only starts up in London. So, you know, standard really. Um... But yeah, yeah, so also, um, I'm going to put a bit of background music on, I uh, hope you enjoyed this. Oh yes, oh yes, um, I had that queued up, I forgot about it. Let's just enjoy that Jurassic Park for a second. Um, 
so yes yeah, so like i said we've got a few nights coming up um what i really want to do is do a new act tonight down here as well uh so if you are someone who is listening um get in touch with unpronounceable comedy and we will put on a bit of a night and i think what would be really cool is if we could have a bit of like a writing session uh with some new acts and we'll try and get some people down to kind of support us with that uh and then we can stick it up on stage then and you can bring your friends and your family and they can all enjoy your very 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 funny stuff that you have to say um so yeah like i said get in touch with unpronounceable comedy let us know what you think uh that would be a really cool um so i have been playing some this is actually very distracting i've been playing some uh just a couple of comedies so we had uh, ellis james and we had Stuart goldsmith two fantastic comedians uh, go check out their stuff uh they're very 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 funny men um but i'd kind of like just to leave you uh with a little bit of something now so thank you so much for listening um and I, sorry, there, there, done, done, done. Uh, I'm going to leave you with the wise words of um, Bill Hicks here. Uh, so again, thank you so much for hanging out tonight. Um, I have had a blast. Um, cabin fever set in quite a while ago now, so I'm going to go. Um, I'm going to go and have a beer, and I'm going to go and. Uh, cry somewhere but uh, I'll, I'll leave you with the words of the immortal Bill Hicks thank you very much hope you enjoyed it there is a point is there a point to all this let's find a point is there a point to my act I would say there is I have to the world is like a ride at an amusement park, and when you choose to go on it, you think it's real, because that's how powerful our minds are. And the ride goes up and down and round and round. It has thrills and chills, and it's very brightly colored, and it's very loud, and it's fun for a while. Some people have been on the ride for a long time, and they begin to question, is this real, or is this just a ride? And other people have remembered, and they come back to us, and they say, hey, don't worry, don't be afraid, ever, because this is just a ride, and we Kill those people. <laughs> Shut him up. We have a lot invested in this ride. Shut him up. Look at my furrows of worry. Look at my big bank account and my family. This has to be real. It's just a ride. But we always kill those good guys who try and tell us that. You ever notice that? And let the demons run amok? But it doesn't matter because it's just a ride. And we can change it anytime we want. It's only a choice. No effort, no work, no job, no savings of money. A choice right now between fear and love. The eyes of fear want you to put bigger locks on your door, buy guns, close yourself off. The eyes of love instead see all of us as one. Here's what we can do to change the world right now to a better ride. Take all that money we spend on weapons and defense each year and instead spend it feeding, clothing, and educating the poor of the world, which it would many times over, not one human being excluded, and we can explore space together, both inner and outer, forever in peace. Thank you very much. You've been great. I hope you enjoyed it. London, you're fantastic. Thank you. Thank you very much.
would set them free at the break of dawn Till one by one they were gone Back at base, bugs in the software Flash the message, something's out there Floating in the summer sky 99 red balloons go Tell the swamp donkey to sack it before I give her a tonk in the tradesman's entrance and have a lick me yarbles. Wow. You guys are on like a completely different level of swearing over here.
one shot, one opportunity to seize everything you ever wanted in one moment. Would you capture it? Just let it slip. Yo. His palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy. There's vomit on his sweater already. Mom's spaghetti, he's nervous, but on the surface he looks calm and ready to drop bombs. But he keeps on forgetting what he wrote down. The whole crowd goes so loud, he opens his mouth, but the words won't come out. He's choking how? Everybody's choking now. The clocks run out. Time's up. Over. Plow. Snap back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. Oh, there goes rabbit. He choked. He's so mad, but he won't give up. Back to the lab again, yo This old rhapsody Better go capture this moment And hope it don't do better